In today's world, the need for creativity, innovation, and togetherness are at an all-time high. Join me as we dive inside the minds of some of the dopest individuals from NC. Join me inside the lab. What's going on? This is Vonnie Bristow. You call this a lot, DJ TM. What's good? It's Chino G, the Godchild. It's your girl, Sierra Danielle. Yo, what up? It's your boy, DJ Diesel. You locked inside the lab. Inside the lab. Inside the lab with my boy, Jay Trinity. What is going on, people? What is going on? This is your host, Jay Trinity, and this is the season two finale of the Inside the Lab podcast. Much love to all my guests and my sponsors um, that's been involved with the season so far, and especially you, the listener. So um, without any further ado, we're going to hop into this conversation I had with the legendary DJ Diesel back in April or March. Uh, welcome back inside the lab, man. We are live here at what's the name of the whole facility, bro? Uh, Intercom. Intercom Communications. Yes. Yeah, aka this is where one or two jams at. So this is this is <laughs> great. This is great. Um, I kind of gave away who the guest is, but we still gonna do this. We still gonna. There's a lot this. of us up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, our guest inside the lab today uh, has been moving crowds behind his turntables for years. His DJing journey started in the dorm rooms of Winston-Salem State University, and it has catapulted him into a full-time professional career. Uh, you're bound to hear him spin it at any major event in the triad and any given day on one or two jams, all the way from Asheville, North Carolina. The legend himself, DJ Diesel. What's happening? What's happening, J. Trinity? How you living, man? I'm good, man. Yeah, hey, good. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for know, having me. Yeah, man. I, I know we said it off air, but I got to put it on wax, bro. I appreciate you because stuff weird right now, man. So it is. Stuff is weird. <sighs> We go, we go. We definitely have to get into that. Yeah, stuff is <laughs> stuff is a little weird. So I'm definitely glad we are able to get up and um, shoot, man. I know we was talking. Yeah, like we said right before we got in here, man. Like with everything going on right now with the uh, with shoot in general, how you living right now, and then specifically with the with everything going on with the uh, virus and everything. Mm-hmm. How has that been uh, shaping how you moving lately? So right now. Um, uh, if you follow my Instagram and everything, you know that I'm uh, expecting my first child, me yeah. and my wife having a yeah, little baby on the way, baby boy. Um, so I'm moving a little bit different than normal. Usually I'm just like, I'm still out and about, but mm. now I have to realize that I have other things to take care of. Yeah. Like, you know, I got to make sure if I'm healthy, she's healthy. Yeah. So, um, you know, try not to move as much, go out as much. Yeah. And because of that, it's affecting me physically and, um, you know, Money wise, because yeah. at the end of the day, like last week, I had I was supposed to be at uh, Top of the Hill in Chapel mm-hmm. Hill, okay. but um, that was two gigs canceled. So Friday and Saturday, I'm just sitting in the house, you know. <laughs> and then, and then next thing I know, Salem uh, Middle Salem Middle College, mm-hmm. they call me, and we got to cancel two proms and two cookout events for the seniors. Man. So now that's that's four events, that's four weekends, yeah. You know that, that I'm brand. tied up it's exactly that's so. Brand. Um, it is affecting me, but uh, one thing I learned was to always, when you get a dollar, save it, hold it, you know, put that money away. Because you never know. This is the rainy day that everybody talks about right man, now. Man, that's a great point. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> point. That's real, man. Uh, so, yeah, that you got to have the bread stashed away. It definitely helps for real. Because yeah. it's like, you know, we heard about it, but there wasn't no way to really gauge it. To, 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 uh, know how it would be moving through it, actually right. seeing how it's affecting everything. Um, I know you uh, talked about, you know, you just announced that y'all having uh, yeah. having your first child, man. So yeah. how is this fatherhood, man? How is that preparing for that? And 
Yeah, like what's yeah, like what's that like? Cause I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you say now nah, just missing. <laughs> yeah. Nah, um, it's it's interesting, man. Um you you I I started doing a self-reflection of myself, like the things that I'm starting to do, like the way I eat, the way I talk, the way I dress. Do I want my son to see these things or is it presentable to my son? So now having that mm-hmm. having that second set of eyes looking at you yeah. or thinking about having it looking at you, you know, that kind of reflect. Um, you know, kind of shows me who I am and things that I need to work on personally. So yeah. my my thing, um, I feel like I need to work on being a better Deshaun before yeah. I bring another one into this world. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up for yeah. real. I I could imagine it's like you really. I can I I can't actually I can't even imagine it to be real it's, with you, bro. It's different once you get into it. Like it's, um, it's normal after, after you. I, I I get well no nah, it's not even that it's uh what, so once you get into it it's it's never for me so far uh-huh. um like I said this is my first experience it, it, there's no consistent normal mm. um for me because you know I'm I'm listening to, I, I'm very concerned about my wife's care right now yeah. <clears throat> she works in a hospital so she's right there in the oh, middle of it man the plus I'm right. trying not to be infected through yeah. this pass it to her yeah. so. Nothing is right now. Nothing is normal. There's no normalcy for me right now. Man, <laughs> nah, that's yeah. Nah, I feel it, bro. I feel it. <laughs> I mean, you hear, it, you see it everywhere, man. But it's just like everybody got to adjust in their own way, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we talked about the business, man. I know it's probably like when the time. I know. If if I had I know uh, shoot I was supposed to play at church on this Sunday oh, yeah. I was supposed to play at church and I was like yeah nah it joint counts like dang you know <laughs> hey, it was gonna be some bread yeah and, exactly and this is like uh, man so this has got to keep got to keep moving with it so uh, before all this stuff happened uh, we gonna hit rewind real heavy man okay. we gonna hit rewind real heavy so okay. when did you even start dabbling in the DJing at all. Well, it all started, to be honest with you, it started when I was two years old. My dad had this old record player, but he only had like 70s and 80s music, and I still have the pictures. Um, I used to always want to scratch the turntables, and I used to mess his needle up all the time. (laughs) So uh, back then, they had diamond needles, so they were really, really expensive. Um, So... Uh, two years old, found that, got got a little bit older, got into like 8 and 12. Um, it was a DJ named DJ Scribble. He used to be on MTV all the time. He used to be doing all the tricks and stuff like that. Okay. And my best friend, his name is Harry. Shout out to Harry Hippie. Um, his dad was a DJ. So I so once he found out I wanted to DJ, he used to go over there and let me play on his turntables and stuff. But I never had my own equipment. Um, graduate high school, come to Winston-Salem State. Right. Um, I was like, i never forget this time. I was a freshman. Okay. And uh, I was flunking. This uh-huh. I got. I got an interesting story. I'm gonna okay. do a little side sidetrack side real All right, quick. Now you good? <laughs> interesting story. Came to college, didn't know really what an HBCU was because I came from a predominantly white school. Okay, All so right. makes sense. I, I get to school. Everybody looks like me. That's interesting. That's an interesting dynamic coming from a PWI. So uh, I was told about the alcohol. I was told about the drugs. I was told about the women. Stay away from those things. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year, I didn't go out. I didn't party like that. And I didn't do drugs. I didn't drink. Gotcha. Guess what got me on academic probation? What? Spades. Spades? <laughs> what, bro? Spades. You I th- thought you was about to say women. Nah. I know. Okay. I, stayed, I, was, I, was, I, I was practicing abstinence because I was told about those that's three real. things. Oh, that's real. Oh, that's dope. All right, bet. <laughs> so what we would do every day, we would have a spades tournament. Uh-huh. Every single day. Or we go in the game room. 
Okay. And we're just spayed all day, every day. Wow. And that's what got me on academic probation. So uh, because of that, my freshman year, I got kicked off. Now, here's where the DJing come into play. I got kicked off of campus. Um, I was on academic probation. I didn't have housing. Mm. So um, I had to get an apartment. And I was like, well... Okay. You know, I can't I can't have this apartment by myself. So I got my uh, my best friend, my roommate, uh, Streets. Got an apartment, and I was like, I got to make some money. I got to have some income coming in so I can take care of myself. Got this fat refund check. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in some DJing equipment. Man, that's what's <laughs> up. That meant, yes, bro. That's the mood. That's I, how you do it. I was like, I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to invest in some DJing equipment. I, had, I got like... 5000 back one time. Yeah. Because yeah. I stayed off campus. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Okay. So I invest 2500 in some DJ and equipment in this, and it's been gone ever since. Man, that's what's <laughs> good. That's what's up, bro. I, that's great. That makes me, I did something similar, bro. For really? Me. Yes, bro. Like, Talk to me. Uh, okay. All right. No, nah, well, it was, um, it was our, fr- yeah, it was our, my freshman year. It was about like the only year I got like a, a, a legit refund. Right. And I remember I used that. To uh, just pay for some extra equipment I could use to help record. Because right. after that, I started recording people more in the don't like up in the in Wilson. Mm, so Wilson. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was in Wilson freshman year too. <laughs> Y'all bet Yo, you was in Wilson freshman year. Two twenty three, rule two twenty three. We was in four twenty four. Shout out Cavani, uh, Chris, and Deshaun. You know, Malik, <laughs> and Malik Black. Yeah, we was in that deep. But they had they had uh, we got there. We was they had us in the. Um, they had uh, uh, somebody in the in the you, living room. In the there, living room, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, that joint was crazy, man. The bells felt like two two months, maybe. Crazy, crazy, bro. So yeah, that's what's up, man. For real, that you you, cause that's that you really was flipping your your time, like what you was in, cause you was at school. You know what I'm saying? It and was you, you flipped your resources, bro. It was interesting. I um I never forget those days. What I used to do is once I bought the equipment, uh-huh. um. I wasn't going to waste my money. Okay. So I was learning how to DJ. I was cooking at the same time and in the books. Like, literally, mixing the record, flipping the chicken, yeah. and reading the sentence. <laughs> like, that's that's how hard I was going. Because uh, I was like, I cannot lose this investment. That's real, yeah. bro. That's dope. That's dope, for real. Okay, cool. Man, so... So I got, so that my next question you kind of answered it. So it's kind of like the uh, one of the initial joints was, hey, look, I this is something I feel like I can creatively do to provide for myself, and Absolutely. that was the main. That was initially the main goal was to put yourself in the spot to provide with yourself. Absolutely, That's it up. was. Um, learning my uh, and shout out to my dad, man. You gonna probably hear me reference him a lot because yeah. he helped me out a lot. Um, I came from a two family household, so yeah. that was a blessing learning those dynamics. Uh, Pops always told me to invest in myself. Um, So he kind of helped me out as well. If I was short on something, he'd help me out. So um, he he always taught me never have, never invest and not have a plan. So before I even started DJing, I had gigs. Like I talked to Shalee. I was in CLMC and CAD. So before I even... Uh, bought a bought a piece of equipment. Uh-huh. I was already booked for the yard. What? Yes. Well, how? <laughs> how that even work? Faith. Oh, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> Talk game, man. You gotta yeah. be a salesman. You gotta Talk be able game. to sell yourself. Crazy. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So what? Uh, all right. What was the first? Do you remember the first event? Yeah, it was the twelve to two. Twelve to two on the yard. Okay. Chicken Wednesday. Fried Chicken Wednesday. Word. Spotlight. I never forget. I was playing a. Uh, I was playing a twerk mix. Uh-huh. That's when uh, K Stylus was popping oh, back in two thousand and nine. Russell K Stylus. Okay. Yeah, oh, no. I know it got a little different out there. It did. It was. It, it, so after that, yeah, you know. Um, it's a, it's a very long story. I got time. I wait for you to see what questions you ask. But after that. Um, it was it, it was it was changing. It was life changing because that's kind of when social media came in. Yeah, uh, Twitter. Twitter was Twitter was kind of big I, then. Mm-hmm. Two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. No, no. Excuse me. Two thousand and nine. 
2009 to 10, yeah. So with that, what you doing out in the yard, it don't take long, long for the word to get around. So when did right. it, so when did it become the norm that you were, if there was something going on, Diesel was probably, there was a good chance Diesel was going to be there. How long did that take from you starting out? I'll say a semester. Okay. Uh, but <clears throat> I cheated. I, I, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I cheated. Russ said he cheated. Okay. Well, how you do that? <laughs> I, I, I cracked the code. So I was, I'm a marketing major. Okay. So I knew, um, you know, I knew what a SWOT analysis was. Yeah. So I was studying all of this good stuff. So I actually put those plans into action. For example, after they heard me do the 12 to 2 on uh-huh. the breezeway, um, I started following people. So when people was coming over, I start following. So what I did from then, I made a street team with five girls. And then I know this sounds This is great. No, this is great. Go ahead. This is great. Go ahead. I started a team with five girls. Uh-huh. But I told them, we're not going to have no team name. Y'all just going to randomly support me, quote unquote. Okay. So I took these five girls. I'm not going to say their names. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, I took these five girls. And um, any party that I was doing, I put them on my guest list. But their job was to repost my flyers. Uh-huh. Their job was to randomly have one of my mixes playing in the background. So, so now, <laughs> listen to this. Yo, so this is crazy. Yo, this, this, <laughs> yo, these cheat codes, bro. I might have. To, I can't. I might like to put this in here. These cheat codes. These real cheat codes. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, here's the thing. So now, with these five girls. They, they have their own following. Right. So now their guy's like, oh, you're going to be at this party? I'm going to go. But they don't know that they're going for me. Yeah. Now when I go to promoters, I'm like, hey, Bruh. I have 350 people following me. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Following me to my crowds. I need this amount of money. Bruh. So and use that to leverage the... Use that to leverage the uh, promoters. That's that's that was my cheat code. That's how I got in. And then not only that, they tagged me in something I was doing. Yeah. So now whoever sees on their timeline and Twitter, yeah. They, bro, they hey man, me. look, I'm gonna be real with you, man. You was ahead of your time, bro. I was. I, you was ahead of your time because <laughs> I'm for real, man. Because I mean, I think people do stuff similar to that, but the the your 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 you was very meticulous about lining that. Absolutely. And I mean. Yeah, you was ahead of your time with that, bro, for real. That's <laughs> crazy. I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm not the best looking guy in the no, world. You know God. what I'm saying? <laughs> so I knew I knew it wasn't gonna be me that are drawing people that are draw people, but my talent would. Oh, so man. I used them as the face to bring them in and the talent kept them. Dog. That was a blessing. Dog. <laughs> what in the, okay. Yeah, that's dope. I'll, yeah, I'll, I gotta okay. All right. I'm gonna pocket that myself. <laughs> Start your own street team, yeah, man. Get you, get you a crew. Yeah, honestly, bro, that's dope. That's dope. So, I hope you're enjoying the interview so far. We're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our dope sponsors that helped make this season possible. Trinity. A picture used to be worth a thousand words. Today, they're priceless. Make sure every moment you capture is certified. Certified photography provides quality shoots for reasonable prices so you can capture all of your special moments, big or small. Whether you're finally getting your diploma, need dope coverage for an event, or just want some quality shots of your new fit, Certified Photography's got you covered. Check out their work at Certified Photography on Instagram. That's C-E-R-T-I-P-H-I-E-D Photography on Instagram and book your session today. So that was Winston. That, that was Winston. Winston. That was Winston. So what was the process? Well, what was your first gig after you got going with Winston? Mm-hmm. When what was your first gig off camp, particularly at another university? Mm-hmm. Or and actually, I'll take it back. Any any other gig after like after you started Winston. Of Winston? Yeah, yeah. What was the acquiring that and then what was that like? 
Um, so once again, social media kind of started playing a role. Now it wasn't as defined as it is now. We didn't have Instagram at the time, um, so it was just Twitter and Facebook. Facebook, yes. So um, MySpace one, y'all want that was that was that, like that, that, was, yeah, that, dead. Was, that, that was, was dead. That was dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was Facebook and Twitter. Twitter was really popping off, and then Snapchat came a little bit after that. Got yes, yeah, Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, Really, it was kind of. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you guys this. Whoever, whoever's into the music industry, mm-hmm. whoever's into promotion or selling or branding or anything, mm-hmm. your biggest friend is word of mouth. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, you could put a flyer on that could look nice. You could have big boobs or anything on. You know, on the yeah, flyer that you real. want. It's real. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if it's coming from somebody that is reputable to you, yeah. You're going to believe it, mm-hmm. you know. So um, that word of mouth is very key. So what I did was, like I said, I was in CLMC, so I tapped in my resources. Right. People had cousins that went to uh, Central, or right. people had cousins that went to, right. you know, a and okay. So now they heard about me. Now it's that word of mouth. Oh, I, oh, you need a DJ? I got this really good DJ here. He's young, Smoke. you know, stuff like that. So my first gig outside of Winston, I believe, was A&T. Um, A&T, I started DJing there for a little bit. Then I went to, um, I got so many stores. I went to uh, Salem College, which is right down the street from Winston. Right, right. Um, Then Wake Forest kind of caught on. And then um, I started doing things for Chapel. Once I got into ACC. Oh, yeah. um, That's a little different. Yeah, exactly. UNC started hitting me up. Then now I'm doing Duke Medical. You know, so everybody, so what I kind of did was I kind of, Trapped it to where it was a battle for who can get diesel. Right, like it was. It was all right. Oh, Wake Forest got diesel. We we we, we got to get diesel. <laughs> no, you know I feel it. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I kind of did it that way. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, bet. All right. So let me see where we gonna go here. So for I know we. We we've talked about Winston enough, but yeah. is, is I mean, is there like with your time there? What was because that was you said that was freshman year that you even started with it. So from that point to your senior, I mean, your senior year, what are some things that you feel like you kind of that have really helped you as in your own personal development and actually in your uh, career? Um, a lot, man. Winston's taught me so much. Uh, learning how to save my money. Yeah. Uh, Winston taught me that because <laughs> if you if you ever work for Winston on the on the on the independent scale, mm-hmm. you know that they are very slow with those checks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it taught me how to save my money. It taught me how to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Um, it taught me how to um, you tap into your resources. Yeah. So uh, being able to right there. yeah exactly. Right there. There's plenty of resources. Being able to know somebody. Get somebody on board, and then having them reach out to somebody for you, yeah. spreading those, um, you know, spreading those things. It, it's it, Winston is was a really, really great start for me. Yeah. yeah, it was really big. Tapping into the resources, I would say, would be the biggest thing though that I learned from Winston. Yeah, man. Cause, I mean, it was. It's like when I think about it, it was so many, like in a yeah. lot of different ways. Whether it was your your classmates or you know advisors or whatever like that, mm-hmm. there was a lot that you could flip. So I, I definitely. I definitely agree with you on that, for real. And, and that's in college in general. I yeah. think um, the main reason why people should go to college, mm-hmm. even if they don't, even if they don't like the school, mm-hmm. is the resources. How, how other other than social media, how would you know somebody that's in Maryland? Yeah, you get what I'm saying. You oh can, man, great point. Great you know what point. I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, 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 how yeah. would you build that connection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, I mean, so many. Yeah, it's so many, and then you learn different different ling- lingos, yeah. and you know, you and learn different styles. Network. 
and it build your network, especially after y'all graduating. Everybody dispersed. Exactly. Now you got people everywhere. So now you can everywhere. go to Atlanta for free because you got old buddy that used to stay down there. Now you got that connection down that's, there. That's or real, you got bro. your homeboy doing videos in in California. Yeah. So that those connections, even if you don't go for the the schooling, learn go for the college experience and the networking. The network because that definitely is something that you can. Use. I remember like. They've been preaching that forever. Like, yo, it's your network. You got to build your network. You and to. that thing, that's real, man. It's a fact. It's so real. Um, man, so that's dope. So, man, you, we talked about, you know, getting getting yourself uh, started at Winston, spreading mm-hmm. out, doing your thing, man. What, so far, man, what, I don't say so far, but what is the most, like, rewarding uh, aspect of what you do as far as, yeah, like for you? For me personally, um, the the most the the best part of my night. I, we was just talking when you were sitting in here um, setting up your equipment and everything. People don't understand that's that's the reason why I get paid. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not to do the DJing service. Mm-hmm. The DJ service I can do for free, mm-hmm. but it's dragging this equipment, buying this equipment, setting it up, breaking it down. So back to the back to the main question. The most rewarding part is that I can literally. I feel like I'm a therapist because mm-hmm. I can literally. Take you out of your element for three to maybe four hours of a day, mm, right? And your attention is on nothing but having fun and enjoying yourself. Yeah. And, and I get to be a part of that. So that's the best feeling to me. Uh, being able to take somebody out of, you, you could have broke up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend today, or you could have mm. got an F on your test, or yeah. if you if, if, if it's a grown adult, you, you could have lost a, a $10,000 in your 401k yeah. or something like that. But you for these four hours, yeah. your attention is you're off on all of that. That's and you're real. having fun. And that's that's the best part of that's the best part of my day. Man, that's awesome, bro. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, and that's dope. Because I don't think, before getting to Winston, I don't think that I... Yeah, I don't think I never I didn't uh, truly understand the importance of a DJ mm. until I got to Winston. Right, and I started and I saw like what you were saying. Like it's man, it's like I remember even especially like, after you graduate and you come back and you might be there when something. You're like, man, <laughs> like it's different. Ain't nothing like this. Yes, ain't nothing like this. And and like that with being a DJ, like you you carry that you can carry that energy. Wherever. Yeah, and, and the best part about you saying that is even even in <clears throat> excuse me, even in times like this where 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 everybody is kind of capsulated yeah. and in their own space, you want to make sure that you have a job or a skill to where you can still financially uh survive. Yeah. My dad taught me this. So for example, everybody's gonna need a barber. Yeah. Everybody's gonna need a haircut, everybody's gonna need an electrician, mm-hmm. everybody's gonna need a plumber. Oh, you know, everybody's gonna need a mechanic. Yeah. You know, so learn, learn your. Uh, everybody's gonna need. A, everybody's gonna have a birthday party or a small gathering or yeah. something like that. So um, even even at times like this, like even if you have, if you work at Chick Fil A or if you, you know, you have a different type of job, always have you a skill to where yeah. you can have that secondary income skill. if things does uh, shut down. So. That's real, bro. That's real. Yeah, got It's all about the money, man. It's all That's about real, the money. That's real because I mean that <laughs> your skills is is really your. Your own, your the only resource that you can, I want to say you can, can you can control like yeah. you have control over your skill set. Absolutely, and, no, you, and nobody can take that from you. Yeah. That's one thing nobody can take from. That's you. a good point, bro. Okay. Hey, di- hey, look, it is Sunday, y'all. It is. I'm out here preaching. Yeah. <laughs> it is Sunday out here, man. <laughs> um, all right, so that's the most rewarding, man. So, what has been like on your journey? What's been like the hardest obstacle 
that you kind of that you had to overcome, and like, what did you do to maneuver through that as far as your career go? Um, growing, I would say, would probably be my hardest obstacle. You can't be everywhere at one time, mm-hmm. so that's why I really, really wanted to start the uh, social media thing and also um, the street team thing that I did uh, because you know. Even though I ushered in, even though I ushered it in, it's always been competition. Right. Even even from when I was um, even from when I was a freshman, it wasn't like I was just like, oh, it's it's a campus. I'm about to take this over. Yeah. Nah, you had DJ Cuts, mm. you had Ceasefire still doing things, mm. you had DJ MC, so, and, and okay. Cuts was the head. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So luckily, I had to jock for position and figure out what how am I different from him? Okay. You know, you know, figure out where where I'm good. What what can I do to what can I do to increase the culture? Yeah, uh, for Winston. So yeah. that, I I did that part. Then I ushered in trails. Yeah, you know, and the that's trails real. took it to the next level. That's real. That's bro. exactly how it's supposed to go. And now he got TM, TM under him. Yeah, man. So now TM is gonna take that to the next level by winning the HBCU top DJ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it's I'm I'm glad to be one of those stepping stools. But the obstacles is is jockeying for position, getting people people on your side, and making sure that your skills are on point. That's probably the biggest obstacle because yeah. it's it's a thousand DJs out here. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, that's why we're that's gonna help us with this next question. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, shoot it. To hey you. man, how do you how do you evaluate DJs, man? Like what like as far as I'm talking about skill set or like everything. Yeah. How, when you pulling up and you sitting, you checking out a DJ mm-hmm. for the first time, what you looking for? So I'll be very honest with you, man. I with this DJing thing, it's levels. Mm-hmm. You know, for for me, you have people who played basketball in high school. Okay. Yeah. Then you have people who play basketball in college, D1 or D2. Okay. Then you have the D-League. Yeah. Then you have yeah. the NBA. Yeah, the NBA. Okay. So, you know, it depends on where that DJ is in their cycle. That's how I judge them. I'm not going to judge everybody by NBA title. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because even if, even if I feel like I'm in the league, right. I may not be LeBron James. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I, may, be, I may be a Cal Corver. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel it. I, feel, I, I may hey, be an assessment. Right. Exactly. Hey, right. but, but at the end of the day, I kind of judge each DJ by where they are in their career. For example, if you're still working on the board, uh-huh. I'm going to judge you by how good I've seen people on the board be. Right. Um, if you can put two, basically at the end of the day, if you can put two songs together and you can make it make sense uh-huh. and you can take people and, 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 and change the vibe of the space, of, yeah. of the space, of the environment. Yeah. Th- then you're a great DJ, regardless of what you're using, regardless of, you know, of, of any of that, if you can, of your mixing skills. Cause a lot of times now in parties, DJs are just dropping songs, yeah. which back in my day, you had to have sections. Like you had your you had your reggae section, you had your go-go section, you had your twerk section, you had your hood section, you had your, you know, you you had yeah. you had to be encompassing of all of that. Yeah. But now it's just more of do you know the music and can you change the vibe? Which is mm. which is which is good. Um that's that's kind of how I evaluate other DJs. But as far as equipment wise, I am gonna judge you. Okay. You know, at the end of the day, I, I I'm an old school DJ. I, I, I got vinyls. You know what I'm saying? I, I got the Technique turntables. I have the S9. But at the end of the day, if you can do your job and rock the crowd, you're a good DJ. You're good. That's what's up, man. That was great. All right, <laughs> cool. Because I, because like I said, I didn't start ev- even evaluating DJs till like I said, till I got the uh, Winston. To Winston. Yeah. And bro, I to be real with you, I took it. I took it for granted. Probably. Let me think. It probably to my sophomore year because right. I think my freshman year, I think who oh man, I can't even remember. 
It won't. Mm, I can't remember. What year did you come in? It was Louis V. That was Louis the first. V. Louis V. was the first I, one. I brought in Louis V. too. That was he was the he was that I think it was something in the pit. My my doing oh, yeah, fresh Yeah, that was he was the first DJ I saw on campus, and then it was you, mm-hmm. and then it was Trails. Right, and it was that was all in my freshman year. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is how I spoke. Okay, this is it. This is this is what this is. Bruh, I kid you not. <laughs> sophomore year, man, we went off somewhere to another bunch of something. And I was like, yo, what is this? <laughs> it's it's different. I was like, it's oh different. my God. I didn't, I thought this was the norm. Like, this, okay, it's not. It's not. Not you did. Okay. Then that's when it really hit me. Like, okay, yo, these dudes, these dudes is legit. So that's one thing I do love about Winston-Salem State. It, it's truly a breeding ground. Like, yeah. It's people that you oh, don't man. even. It's tr- it's people that you that that the younger crowds don't even know about, like Cal Centillion. Cal Centillion, exactly. Yeah, people I'll, don't know who that is, but Cal Centillion ushered in B dot. Oh, and so what people don't know, Cal Centillion before B dot had the Three Live Morning Show, uh-huh. it was Cal Show, but Cal had a bigger gig in Chicago. Which gave B that room to grow. To grow, yeah. So everybody really been passing the torch. That's the it. Whole time, so, and Winston is so thoroughbred. Like you, you can't name one DJ out of Winston that was complete trash. They couldn't. I'm not gonna say that. You can't name one DJ out of Winston <laughs> that can't go anywhere and do better than the DJs that's there. And mm. that's how I feel about Greensboro and Winston. This whole triad area. I, yeah. It's so much great talent yeah. here, DJ. And we push each other. And the difference is we're friends with each other. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I, yeah. You and you as a spectator, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Cause uh, it's, I mean, it, 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 I guess it might be DJ Beef. I don't, I don't, I don't participate in none of that. I but if if it is, it's out there. Yeah. But mostly, uh, it's it's a tight knit group. Yeah. You know, we all text each other. We all let each other each other know when these promoters out here trying to rob people. Like, yeah. hey, nah, he only trying to get two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Nobody would take that gig. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We that's got we up. got our own DJ North Carolina chat. That's what's like, it's up. crazy. Man, that's that's dope. Cause it really, um. Now I've never heard of a of a beef per se, but it's like anytime, like just you think about people in general, when people are all trying are all in a pool for opportunities, mm-hmm. and it's like you could like you could have some people could lean into more of that crab in the bucket type Facts. thing where everybody yeah. just trying to get their own, right? But it's like I feel like by the approach y'all really have, it's like y'all. Like embody the culture, so it's like that's elevating y'all even as individuals, as 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 in the unit too. Because I remember it's like anytime something going on, I remember there was one time I was with uh, I was with uh, with, I was going I was out on a date or something, and it was like, man, what's man, we gonna find? We need to go somewhere, right? Let's go somewhere else. And then I was looking, looking, and I'm going. I was like, all right, you know what? Let me see if. I said, look, I got, I checked some DJs page. I was right. like, all right, and I put, I seen your page. I said, oh, hey, yo, he down it. All right, let's go. And this is like, <laughs> and it's like, that's dope that y'all got that for real. Yeah, it's really dope. And, and one thing I love about uh, like the the, the crews is is that we all really want to see each other do well. Mm-hmm. Like I never, like Trails has never hated on me on anything I never did. DP, MC. Uh, Deron, all of my guys, Earn Vegas. I'm about to get up with Earn and Vegas here in a little bit. But um, <clears throat> we always trying to do better. Of course, like we we've all hit heads on gigs. Yeah. It's, it's a very select market. But the way we adjust, mm-hmm. the way we be like, nah, bro, I got it. You good? Nah, I, yeah. right, you take it. I got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, things like that. Yeah. The way the way we can communicate and work together is priceless. That's real. It's bro. priceless in this market. Man, 
That's good. That's good <laughs> stuff. That's good stuff, man. Oh shoot! Hold on, we gonna hold up, man. We had a we got a eighteen wheeler pulling up. Yeah, a little, little train or something. I don't know what oh. that is. <laughs> hey man, look, I'm gonna tell you when I was pulling up, bro. I was like, yo, is this where is this joint? I seen all the hotels. Yeah. I was like, yo, where are we at, bro? <laughs> we in the cut, man. Hey yo, this is dope, man. I re- like this is crazy. I didn't even. On everything, man, I didn't even know. This is going to sound bad. I didn't even know that the station was in Greensboro. I thought it was in Winston, bro. Oh, really? This whole time, I thought it was in Winston, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's right down Edge. Right yeah, down it's like, edge. It's, yeah, honestly. Um, man, hey, yo, this some good stuff. We rolling through them, man. Yes, we are. We rolling <laughs> through them. All right, cool. So, look. All right, so you've been DJing for a while now, man. Uh, 10 years. You around 10 years. 10 years, yes, sir. That's real. Yeah, ten years. Yep, ten years. That's real, man. I know it. Like at corporate jobs, they'll throw like they'll do something for a, a uh, you know, these different five, ten, fifteen year. Right. Man, yeah, you got to celebrate, man. <laughs> yeah, right, let, let's do that. We yeah, gonna do like that this for, summer. Like for real, man. Okay. Um. So in that time span, dog, I know you've seen a lot of artists mm-hmm. perform. Uh, of course. Whether that's and you, I think I feel like you you're in an interesting uh, position to see the whole spectrum. Like you right. you can you see people just starting out, and then now we're where we where you uh, where, you know you you seeing you know professional artists. Right. So, what is the best way for a artist? That is trying to. How would you prefer an artist approach you or approach DJs? And, well, your preference on how artists should approach a DJ about getting him their music, and then how should they prepare their music if they're going if you, they're going to give it to you? I got two answers for that. All right, here we go. Number one, <laughs> Number one is I'm, I'm gonna give you the least effective. Okay. All right. I'm gonna give you the least effective right way, which is do not catch a DJ while he's DJing. Mm. That's that's number one. Don't ever catch a DJ while he's DJing, because the last thing he wants to worry about is playing your damn song. Yeah, you know uh, that's number one. Do never catch, never ever catch a DJ while he's DJing and approach him about music. Outside of that, you can do DMs, mm-hmm. you can do um, text messages, you can do uh, emails. Mm-hmm. The, there there is a professional way, and I'm gonna put people on game. I'm gonna teach a little bit. Okay. Teach a little bit. All right, here we go. The professional way that you send a radio DJ or any type of DJ, you get their email, you send them a link in the bio. Now, you send them a wave form, you send them a wave and an MP3. Okay. The reason why you do that is because if they're going to play your song on radio, right. it needs to be in wave form because it sounds bigger. Yes. Um, an MP3 form is when you're out in the clubs yeah. or you, if they want to listen to it in the car. Right. You send them a little link in the bio, tell where you're from, who you with, you know, your organizations and things like that. Why should they be playing your record? Right. And then you have uh, a picture art. Okay. All right. So then another effective way. So so that's that's the least effective way, to okay. be honest with that's you. That's the least effective way. That's right. the least effective way, great. but that's the professional way. That, right. Okay. The most effective way is to have that DJ come to you. Mm. What I mean by that is um, you gotta you gotta have the song. Okay. You have you you ha- at the end of the day, you gotta have the you gotta song. Have the pro- you gotta have a product, man. You gotta have the product. So if, if the DJ a DJ is always looking for music, right? That's the one thing that people forget. We're not just sitting back. We're always looking for that new music. Right. K.O. Bracy. K.O. Bracy is one of the uh, one of the artists here in in the local uh, local artists, and I love K.O. Bracy's because his music uh-huh. his music sounds really really good. Uh-huh. The reason why I like K.O. Bracey so much, he never really approached me like, hey, man, I got this song. Right. He just followed me on Instagram. He'll like some of my stuff. So now I'm like, okay, who is this? So I followed him back. Okay. Now, now I'm interested in him. Right. Now I see he has really great music. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now 
I came to KO. Hey man, let me get this. What's what's this song what's right, this here? right here? Exactly. Man. So now that's the most effective way. Cause now guess what? I believe in that record. Yeah. I'm not being told to do something. I'm doing it because I want to. Right, right, right. Never come to a DJ to a professional DJ with money in hand. Mm. Because now I don't, even if I like the record, I may not feel the record because I'm be, I'm obligated to do this. Right. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Make it genuine. Make a friend okay. first. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That's the most saying. that's yeah. the most effective way. Make a friend first. Make a friend first. There you go. Because honestly, that's as an artist, you need to, that's it's good to have build rapport with DJs it as is. opposed to just hitting folks. That's what's up. What's like the craziest way somebody done tried to get 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 you a song, man? Oh man. <laughs> so I have a I have uh this this actually recently just happened. I just did a um black zack, black zack party. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, anytime an artist come through the city, it's gonna be five or six performers before. Yeah. So what they a seven, exactly. They be killing it. Man. Oh man. You think he about to come on next dude? He's, uh, uh, never mind, we got somebody else. <laughs> exactly. So one artist, uh I'm not, I'm not gonna say any names, but one artist feels like they're the hottest on the block, of course. Which how they supposed to feel, I ain't mad at that. But um First of all, thumb drives is pretty much gone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Thumb drives is pretty much gone. CDs is definitely gone. gone. Don't come to me with no CD. I'm going to throw <laughs> your shit out the window. Plain and simple. I feel it. Um, so what he did was he was like, hey, man, I know I know, I only can do two songs, but I need you to drop three, four songs before I go on. So he wanted me to basically play six songs off of his mixtape before he even oh, he bre- Oh, man. Like, Why nah, he think bro. that was going <laughs> I don't know. It, it did, I see what he was wanted wanted to happen, but it, exactly. it's like, nah, bro. Why 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 would that happen? Exactly. Now back to the back to the situation. Uh, back to what I said earlier. The only time that you will, that you should approach a DJ mm-hmm. in the club is if you do have money in hand. Mm-hmm. If you if you have so for example, if you I don't know if you know how the baby got popping. But the baby, yo, on four. Here we go. The baby in Charlotte. What he used to do I'm is like put up in Winston. He, he used to. He used to pull up in Winston. So, so what he'd do is <clears throat> he did this to me too. I didn't even know who he was until later on. Okay. I was DJing at Platinum. He'd be like, "Hey, bro, every time you play the song, the whole song, I got a hundred for you." Like that's it. Every time you play this song, I got a hundred for you. A hundred for you. So guess how many times that song was played? I played it. I played it. I played it in the warm up set. I brought it back at the at new at at the midnight at the one o'clock set. Right. I made three hundred dollars to him. He was thinking like, okay. He said, "This this this, this is what he taught me too." I, I had an interview with him when I was over at, at Foxy Nine Nine. The question. So now, are you saying now he approached you at a? A, a, an event about playing something there, or is he talking about playing something on the air? Which one you mean? No, not on air. Not, not on, on air. This is at event. This is at event. Okay, I got you. I got you. On air is completely different. I can get in that, into that yeah, if yeah. you want me to. Yeah, um, we'll get into that in a second. Um, but at an event, mm-hmm. at an event, he was like, "Hey, every time you drop the song, it's a hundred coming your way." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I dropped it three times just mm-hmm. to see if he was gonna do it. Every time I dropped it, he came over and dropped another hundred off. So, um, <laughs> yo, this is crazy, bro. I can't, this is crazy. I know your face was like, I know. So, I, it was banana because at the time I was only getting $300. I just doubled what I got. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm dropping the record. I'm dropping the record. It's probably like three minutes. And it wasn't a bad song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, his idea was it's 500 people in here. Mm-hmm. If I can, if instead of, instead of trying to promote 500, give, give four or $500 to a label. Mm. And have them touch this 500 mm. people. I can do it right I here. I can do it right here with you. 
Exactly. I rather so give he, it to you. So now me and him to build a rapport. Not only did he, not only did he, you know, bring me y'all. We had a helicopter trying to hear what's oh, going yeah. on. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> they don't want the knowledge to be out there. <laughs> Man, uh oh, they about to shut us down. Hold up. <laughs> oh yeah, we right here by the airport. Yeah. Too. Oh, he is right. Man, people still flying. Hey, look, man, y'all need to uh, stay in the house. The twelve dollar, the twelve dollar flights ain't worth your hey, life. Hey, bro, I'm telling you, man, I'm seeing folks like, man, hey, I had to do it. I'm like, All right, okay, I'll see you later. But yeah, back back to the last point, man. Uh, yeah, um, the baby was like, and I asked him about that a few a few uh, months later, and he was like, I rather he like I rather spend the money with the DJ so the DJ know that I support him mm-hmm. instead of spending it with some record label yeah. and have them take half that money and only give me half of the people. It's five hundred people in here right now. Yeah, they gonna hear this song. I know they gonna hear this they song three or four and times. Yeah, and this joint, and you said it was a good song. It was a good and I song. Said, oh, what's this? So, yeah. oh man, that's dope. It's dope. That's yeah. that's okay. All right, cool. All right. So on the flip, radio. Oh, radio. Radio. Yeah, so now how now how's that? Radio is a whole different animal. And I'm gonna be very, very honest. Talk to me. I work for the radio station. We in the radio station yes, right are. now. Nobody needs radio. Ooh, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nobody needs radio. So the last thing you wanna do is promote to um I got I got a story for you coming okay. up. The last thing you want to do is promote to somebody that's not in your audience. Let me give you an example. Okay. 102 Jams is based off of Well, let me ask you this before I say this. What it's based off of? You listen, you've been in the area for a while, right? Okay, yeah. What what would you think the demographic of 102 Jams would be? Uh What would what what would a 102 Jams um person who li- an avid listener look like? Look in their like, age. They look like me. Okay. And I was tempted to say it would might would be a younger audience, but okay. then I'm thinking I don't know because they I don't know if it's older people just listening to the radio right. more than people my age now. I don't know, so okay. I know they would look like me. Right, I know they would look like me. So somebody I don't know, black eight from like twenty twenties to like fifty probably. That's like okay. I don't know, but. So here is the age range. Here's here's to, here's who 102 Jams promotes. For. Okay. 14 to 24 uh-huh. women, year old women. Okay. Think about this. When you're 14 to 24, you're probably driving something like a a a, a, a Honda Accord. You get what I'm saying? You're probably working somewhere at Walgreens. You get what I'm saying? You're probably doing you're probably yeah. doing something to where in the car it's only for 20 minute spurts. You're not gonna be traveling that much. Right. That's that's 102 Jam's thing. So if that's you smart. So if you ever notice, I'm I'm about to break some laws here, but if you ever notice, <laughs> 102 Jams always have the stop set at the 27 mark. That that means we play music from the top of the hour to 27. And uh from the 20 from the 30. To the 57. This is how smart radio is. I'm about to break this down. Um, the reason why they do it that way is because you got to have commercial sections. Right. Well, people are listening for the commercial, and each drive is only about 20 minutes. Right. So they put this. They put the commercials at the time where people are exiting their cars to go to work on time. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So they can. So they can kind of unfortunately miss the commercials. Right, but listen to the music. But they're gonna keep listening to the music because when they get in their car, as soon as they get off at five thirty, yeah. if they get off at five thirty, yeah, that's the time. Five thirty one, we got a new song playing. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Makes sense. Makes so, sense. So, um, and then when you getting out of your car to go into work or go into the house, 
the radio comes. I mean, right. the, the commercials comes on. So right, we, right. that's how that's how one or two jams was able to keep their um, you know keep their listening base so active. But back to my point. I'm sorry. I'm dropping. Oh no, nah, this is not. This is great. <laughs> back to my point. It's 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 24 to 20. Um, excuse me, 24 to 14 year old women. So if you have the most hardest record out, the most trap record, it's not gonna work on radio. Okay. Because that's not their audience. That's that's not who we're promoting to. Yeah. That's not who we're now. Of course, you have different time slots where it could be effective. Where the the um, the demographic changes, like at ten o'clock at night when Deron Juan and DJ Earn is on. Right. That demographic kind of changes because those are the late night workers. Those are those right. are your uh, um, older listeners. But this is why I said earlier that people don't need radio. Jay, you about to go into your car right after this mm-hmm. interview? You gonna go into your car? Yeah. What's the first thing that's gonna happen? Uh, crap. I'm going to crank it up, uh-huh. and, and then I'm probably going to connect my phone to the Bluetooth. Bingo. Where, where's Randy? Going on, people. This is your host, Jay Trinity. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Just want to encourage you to give us a follow on Instagram at T-R-N-I-T-Y-L-A-B-S for everything Trinity Labs. Be sure to subscribe to the Inside the Lab podcast. Rate us. Do throw a comment up there. You know, do all that nice stuff. Share it with somebody. Jay, you about to go into your car, right? After this interview, you're going to go into your car. What's the first thing that's going to happen? Crap. I'm going to crank it up, Uh and then I'm probably going to connect my phone to the Bluetooth. Bingo. Where's radio? There's nowhere here. Exactly. It's not here. (laughs) I don't listen to it. I really, I don't even listen to the radio like that, bro. I don't. To be unless honest, I'm at home with my, unless I'm with my folks, I'm riding with them. And same thing with me. Unfortunately, because I'm trying to find new music all the time. Yeah. You know. So with that being said, it's it's no it's no area for me to really for me personally to listen to radio mm-hmm. but the the people who are going to listen to radio believe it or not I, it, there's a po- promoter in Winston-Salem he, he got locked up mm-hmm. the reason why he always booked me mm-hmm. is because he used to hear me every single Sunday on radio when he was in jail he's, he's free now gotcha. so when he came out he stopped promoting okay there we so, go there so we go. every <laughs> single <laughs> yeah 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 okay yeah, right, so, yeah, gotcha. so he, he's free now but when he was locked up all they had was the radio to right. listen to so he was like, bro, you used to drop these joints. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, and and I, I would always, the way I would section mine off is because I I, I DJ at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of the late night people, but at the same time, we still gotta cater to our main fan base. Right. So I would for half of it, I would dedicate to the 14 to 20 year old women. Mm-hmm. Then at the second half or the first half, I switch it up sometimes. First half or second half, I designated to the trappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I said? To the people who are locked up. Mm-hmm. You know, like so him. So when he heard that, when he heard what I was doing, yeah, he, he liked it the first half or the second half or whatever, but he knew I was talking to him mm-hmm. for the second half. So that way I was I was able to get my my personal following That's up what's on up. radio. That's what's up, for real. For real. Um it's crazy, man. Like you just the the amount of you got to really analyze what you, you know, your market, like, legit. You do. You got to. And it's, and it's, it's dope as a, cause I know the company obviously has certain, you know, like you said, there's certain things in place as far as, uh, time, like you said, like, set up for the, uh, the how everything is laid out with the time slots. Right. But then also as you as an individual, like, what you spending, that's, you know, you got to be tapped into that too. Yeah, that, that, that's been my... Um, <clears throat> 
<clears throat> that's that's been my growing pain on radio. Mm. Um, some radio stations have different rules. Like for example, shout out to Foxy ninety nine and the two six. Um, I, I DJ did for them as well. Goodfellas Radio. Bet. Okay. So um, when when I go down there, it's no, it's no limitations on what I can do except for playing dirty verses. They give me thirty songs and they say, hey, between your mixes, just throw one of these songs in. You know, so now I have That's the smooth. exactly. So now I have the ability. You just doing your thing exactly to be me. Now I can shine. Here at um, one hundred and two, it's a little bit different. Their style is a little bit different. They're more center focused. So they give me six songs and say you have to play these within an hour. Six songs within an hour. You got to think about this. Each song is about three minutes and thirty four seconds. Exactly. If I play the whole song, that's that's a whole hour. Yeah. If you so play the six songs, that's a good yeah. So it's 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 very it's very interesting. So it means I have very limited selection of what I can and can't do. So that's why I always big up DJ Earn, Little Vegas, you know, Ina, Deron, uh, Flex, everybody that's on one of DJ KC. Mm-hmm. I always big them up because. The way that they're able, and we're able, me included, to have these stipulations but still make it sound yeah. uh, organic yeah. is, is bananas. That's it's dope. Bananas. That's a, I, I don't even think, I had never even thought about that. That yeah. makes perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, man. Um, okay. All right, man. Hey, look, so when we was, find, when we was getting to this room, um, you gave me a little brief little tour. Right. And... Y'all got this crazy spot where <laughs> folks be y'all be having like these private uh, events, yeah. events and stuff. Jam lounge, it's called the jam lounge. Jam lounge, dope, man. So my next question is, bro, who I, I know you, you out of everybody that you've been able to meet, uh-huh. who is you probably like the most? Like yo, what? <laughs> uh, two people. I, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get two people. The okay. first one is Luke, Luke Nasty, okay. Jerry Luke Nasty. Now, that's my homeboy. Yeah. But this was this at this time when we did the gym lounge with him. This was the first time I was able to look at him as a as a fan yeah. instead of a friend. Okay. So I'm sitting in the back and I'm watching how the uh, the people who won the contest to see Luke Nasty uh-huh. are excited. I get oh, to see yeah. that. I get to see how people who um, who won the radio competition are singing his records. Yeah. That, he, that that's playing on the air. Yeah. So that seeing how how he came from DJing on campus in a wife beater oh, to being in the jam lounge as a star, <laughs> you know, crazy. like that that was one of my favorite uh, experiences there. The next one would be Cardi B. When uh-huh. Cardi came, uh, it was it was this was when <laughs> Bodak Yellow was popping. <laughs> she was still a little chubby. Yeah. Uh Cardi B beautiful, by the way, but uh shout out to Cardi. But I was more excited about that because my wife. My wife really is a big Cardi fan, mm. but she wasn't able to make it. She had to work. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I grabbed one of her court uh, Nike Cortez shoes okay. and I had Cardi sign it. Oh, she was saying, man. Are like, oh, you good like forever, bro? I'm good. That was fun. You good Hus- forever, bro. Husband of the year, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yes, sir. You good forever. <laughs> I, sure, I need to drop some bombs right there, hey, man. man. Yeah, you go. good forever. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. Yeah, Cardi B, definitely. Oh, shoot. Man, you said Cardi, I thought about it. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> she, man, how do you make a single off of that, bro? <laughs> Cardi popping, man. I swear, man. You know, yeah, anything she do. That's how you know. Because she chilling right now. You know, Well, before all this, she was, you know, she was kind of late. Like, and it's like, pop back. That's how oh. you know. That's how you know you got it. And you just pull back up. And it's like, all right. um, Man. So, uh, moving forward, man, right now. I'm, uh, 2020, dog. 10 years in, man. Yeah. What? 
Like, you know, what's some goals that you got for yourself moving forward? So, um, whoever's listening to this, I challenge you, me personally, I challenge you to set a five-year and a 10-year goal. Every five years, um, I set a goal. Every 10 years, I set a goal, and I try to make those. Okay. Um, So, my next five-year goal is to... Well, I already did this, but differently. I want to do a a, a tour, mm. a DJing tour with um, for for uh, for high schools and colleges. Now I did it before, but I want to do it on a grand scheme. Okay, I want it to where. Please don't take my ideas if you if you hear this. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah <laughs> please look, don't take my this ideas. Is, but these, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a drop, I'm a drop some knowledge on you. My 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 next um my next five year goal is to start a company to where it's uh, based off of proms. So now, if you have if you have my company, it may not be me personally DJing, I may have a squad of DJs, right, right, right. but if you have my prom, if you have me at my company at your prom, you have the littest prom. I'm not gonna tell yeah. how, yeah. you know, because I, I can't you. give you the details. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's that's my next goal. And then the next one is to uh, to be flown out to travel. Um, that was actually my five year uh, my five year goal was to uh, get booked to do a, to do events yeah. outside of North Carolina. Gotcha. So I got DC. I got uh, California. Um, I did. I did a wedding out in California. Um, I have a, a, a Florida wedding coming up this year. But now I want to start hitting. The market, like the yeah. clubs, yeah. Um, in, in these locations, and do like a small tour around the U.S. But right now, it's shut down. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, But in the next five years, that's I that's my it. next five year goal. I feel it. I feel it. That's dope, man. Especially with the goal setting aspect, man. Absolutely. Like, I feel like everybody can do that. That's that's all. Keep you sharp, man. It keep you locked in, and it, and it keeps your brain working because you you get the you know what you're working for. You have a goal, you have a plan in place. So now all you have to do is Execute. make those steps. That's it. Execute, bro. That's beat it, man. That's like that's probably what's a matter of fact. Do you got any advice on folks that have a a hard time executing? Like, yeah, yeah. So um, so back back to uh college again. Especially as a as a DJ or as a as a, a person who is um, who's who is entertaining, mm-hmm. you have what's called a SWOT analysis. Y'all write this down. S W O T SWOT. That's your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. So you got to figure out what are you good at. What are you really good at? What's what's one thing you can hang your hat on? I'm better than everybody at this right here. That's your strength. What are you not good at? Mm-hmm. You know where can where can somebody be better than you at. Mm-hmm. So what, now you know what you need to work on. Your opportunity. Okay, well, I see such and such is doing this. Well, maybe if I switch it this way, I could do this this way. That's my opportunity. Now, what's my threat? All right, so if, if, I, if I figure out the finagle this way, then... Um, they could come. They could come at me this way, or they, this. This in my in my armor may be flawed, or uh, this this the way I sing this lyric may not be the best. So maybe I need to fit, bring somebody in yeah. as a instead of bringing them as a threat, keeping them as a threat. Bring somebody in. Yeah. So that's your SWOT, that's, SWOT analysis. That the whole flipping the threat to a strength is a is a dope concept. Bro. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Keep that, your, keep your enemies closer. That is a <laughs> dope concept. Because most yeah. time you most of the time when people pose that it's to turn your weaknesses into a strength, as and which is also something you can do. But to to think about the flipping the threats into the that yeah. that makes sense, man. So that's what it that's, makes sense. So that's why um, I mean, and I'll be honest here. 
Um, Makes sense. Uh, with with DJ culture, I I seen both. Um, Cuts and I was not cool until I became DJ Diesel, which I respected mm-hmm. because I was a, I was a threat. I got you. But I ushered in Trails, mm-hmm. so now Trails seen that I I was I, I gave him his first gig. Mm-hmm. He he respects that. So now that he's the new popping guy, he's able to come and bless me back with gigs. I feel you it. see what I'm saying? Instead of going it. the other route where it's like, nah, it's I can't. Full circle. Exactly. It's the full circle. Bro. So so yeah. So now that he's popping, any leftovers he have, he pass them my way. And look at that's bread. And, and, and it's money. It's bread. It's and, and it's the same exact way. If I can't do something, it's going to trail. Everybody eat. So that's everybody eat. That's that's how you turn your threats into your into your strengths. Yes, sir. Man, that's crazy. Question. Yes. Hold on now. I feel I should have done this on me. I should have done something. You good. Bomb parties. Oh my God. Okay. I, I'm sorry, bro. I can't. Look, look, we only got like two more questions, bro. Oh, that's fine. Take your time, man. Hey, all right. So, yeah, these bomb parties. <laughs> um, Man, yeah. I, just before I even get going, that was your thing for, for a minute, correct? I started the bomb parties. For, okay. I just want to make sure. I, I, I want everybody to know we Trails go. did not start these bomb parties. Wax. Here we it go. It was me. I Woo. started the bomb. There we go. Okay. That's what I thought. That's great. Okay. That's great. My memory served me correct. Yes. All right. Man, all my whole freshman year, all I heard about were these bomb parties. I never, yeah. I ain't go my freshman year. Okay. That's all I heard about. Man, yeah, bomb party. But I was like, man, I don't know them folks that wait for us. That right. was like, right. But anywho, I finally go, bro. That joint was crazy. I was like, yo, like, because, I mean, you had never, you would never be able to a barn. What you mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. And, and it throw you all out. What you mean it's in a barn? <laughs> Let me tell you about the barn parties, man. Barn parties. So, how, yeah, how they come about? So this is how it come about. Um, at Wake Forest, they had this location on the um, on the campus called the barn where they had a facility where you could do parties and events and stuff like that. So what they did was each Greek organization on campus, whether you were Divine Nine or, you know, the rest – they get a date. Mm. They get a date. So what could happen is the Deltas could buy out uh, AAAs, you know, Alpha, 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 or whatever. They could buy out their date. So the reason why the barn started popping, and I'm, 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 I'm putting a little uh, teaching note in here as well. The reason why the barn started popping was because nobody from Wake Forest went to the barn. It was a Winston-Salem State thing. So they couldn't get, at the time, they couldn't get, the DJs on Wake Forest campus to bring people out. So they seen, back to the social media, they seen what I was doing. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they was like, well, let's bring him in. Maybe yeah. we can maybe we can generate some, some... Get some flavor now. So what I did was, I was like, well, I'm not going to give you my market. Mm. Here's what I'm going to do. I'll share my market with you. So what I did was, now, this is all how all coordinates. You remember those five girls I was telling you about at the beginning? Yeah. What what I would do is I would have them um, I would have them sell tickets for me five dollar tickets I say for every ticket you sell you get one dollar so now the girls that are helping me promote now they have cash investment and in going hard for these tickets which is making my business look amazing because mm-hmm. now I tell the deltas hey y'all just y'all don't even have to pay me yeah oh y'all can give me three hundred dollars mm-hmm. let me get these ticket sales let me sell. 400 tickets. And then whatever tickets y'all y'all can sell, y'all have those. So now all my tickets are selling out. So I'm getting that's smart, bro. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting personally $5 off of every ticket. Right. 
I'm selling them for six, and right. the girls are getting one dollar. Right. So now, if they sell to collectively, if they sell 500 tickets, yeah. they just got a hundred dollars. Yeah. And they get the party for free. For free. On the back end, I just sold 500 tickets times five. Times five. So. For six dollars, for five dollars a piece. What's that? How much is that? That's, hey, bro. Hey, hey. I think that's what well, that's twenty five hundred. Sound like enough to pay a bit some bills, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so pay a couple of them things. Man. So that's that's what um, that's how that's how the barn started popping. So the yeah. Deltas was like, "Yo, you telling us we can sit back here, we can collect money, and all we got to do is just have you on the bill? Let's go." So now I got the Deltas booking me. I got right. the alphas booking me. Right, I got the cues booking money me. for them to use for their for their program exactly. and all that stuff. But I made it's sure like a fundraising exactly. And and I got and I got my cut, you know, of course, yeah. because I was selling my own tickets right. and I got a you know a flat rate fee. So um, oh, man, that's gravy. So everybody was winning, Shoot. but then you know situations went down um, at the barn. Unfortunately, I was there. you was. I was there. I tell you who wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want my I name was, tied to none of that, man. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I yeah. So it. um, you know, shout out to shout out to Wake Forest, man. I'm sorry that had to happen that way, and for real. you know, I'm glad I was. Ha- Luckily, I wasn't a part of it, but um, man. yeah, the barn's going down in history. Oh yeah, man. nah. I mean, it's that joint is etched into like. I mean, that's like you can't even, you can't even think about your time in undergrad without even think about. I was man, I was talking with my friends the other day about the barn. Like we were talking about our senior year a barn that we here went to. Oh man, and you know what I'm saying like. It's like that's always gonna be there, man. It is. That's dope for real. Especially, man. I was like, "Hey, yo, bro. So, so did you? I can't even remember. Was, did you? What would you? Would you go up to the top behind? Behind? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, why? Why you do that? <laughs> that joint dope. It was so dope. But I was like, yo, why? Why did you even think about doing it? Because, uh, okay. So originally, if if you've been to the barn, if not. If you've been to the barn, you know exactly what we're talking about. But if not, let me describe it. When you when you first walk into the building, there's a stage directly in front of you. Yeah. In the past, I would used to be at that stage. Well, what would happen is that we'd be at capacity at like 9, 30, or 10. So on that stage, it's so many people that wanted to be on there, that wanted to be seen. They're bumping into the table. They're distracting me. They're telling me how good of a job I'm doing, which is cool. Yeah. But I got these other 800 people I got to worry about. Yeah. So to negate that, what I started doing was, I'm like, okay, if I can move myself upstairs, that's going to add another 50 to 60 people that we can get in. Not only that, I'm away from people, which means I can focus. Mm -hmm. And I can have my own little, you know, I don't know if you guys ever been upstairs, but upstairs is like your own little lounge area. Mm -hmm. I can have my own private party back here so I can get a vibe. I can look downstairs and we can add another 150 or 100 100 to 150 people. It's all about the money and and, and strategy. (laughs) So so that's why I moved upstairs. And more space, space, which means more money, which means more tickets, you know. So the vibe different, man. The vibe vibe go up. You got more people in there, man. The vibe just go up, man. It's crazy. If the barn, if the barn was still here now, what I would have did then is I would have sold tickets for I would have sold quote unquote VIP tickets for the stage. You want to be on stage, you want to be seen, pay pay a couple extra dollars for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they would have did it too. They, they definitely would have did, did it. They would have did it. People love it. I'm, I don't be real. I'll be at the party. I'm like, bro, I ain't trying. I'm trying to, anywhere. I ain't, yeah, I'm here for another <laughs> you try, reason. You trying to get up on it. Yeah, man. Dog, we here for another reason. All right, man. Hey, look, bro. I got one more question for you. Okay, dog. talk to me. I got one more question, man. Just, um, I know, uh, just in general, man, what advice would you have to any aspiring 
uh, DJs in particular, um, just for I guess um, how to just conduct their business moving forward, right. or um, yeah, how to conduct their business and how to put, how to work on their craft. Well, that's that's a um, which is a really really great question. Um, let's start on the working on the craft part first. Let's start there. Working on the craft, you have to put in the hours. Yeah. You have to put in the man hours. You have to actually be behind the turntables. You have to physically turn the fader to the right hand. You know, like you have to actually do those things. You have to watch DJs. You have to learn. What I used to do is when I was freshman, when I was a freshman, before I even picked up my turntables, I would listen to DJ Earn on Saturday night with Young G. Mm. And uh, I would I would see how he do what's called instant doubles. And if you know what a DJ is, it's you know how 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 you would do instant doubles and hit the fader and all that stuff. So I I, I heard how he was doing it. So I went to my turn like once I got my turntables, I went to my turntables try to figure out how he did that. Hey bro, what is that? I gotta know now. So instant doubles is like you playing a song. Uh, if you're playing a song and uh, you know how you have like two claps, like clap 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 clap, but the original song goes. The original song, okay. the beat is like that, but uh-huh. you go clap, 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 clap. So you yeah. instant doubling. Yeah, okay. So you hitting the fader I, two times. You hitting the fader. I got you. I so, got you. um, so doing things like that, or uh, how how he would loop a song, or how he would fade a song out. Um, I was listening to how DJ Earn did that, how Vegas go about doing that, how Deron Juan goes from one song to another, or for example, how DJ uh, J Flex would go play a sample mm-hmm. of a song. He 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 before he bring in the loot nasty record. Ooh, yeah, he yeah, play the original like, SWV. Yeah, that, that, that thing that's go crazy. You see what I'm saying? So figuring out how 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 DJs are doing this yeah. and then adding your swing on it yeah. is is how I would say practice. Um what else would I say? Uh make sure that you're taking time out to now this is on the business side. Yeah. This is on the business side. You got to build relationships. Nobody is going to trust somebody that they don't really know. So what you want to do is you want to give that promoter a reason to, or or, or school, you want to mm-hmm. give them a, a reason to, um, a reason to book you. Yeah. You know, they like you. Yeah. Or you, you know, and you're a really good DJ. You're really friendly. Yeah. You know, you have great aspects. Um, just, just networking is the, is the biggest thing. Um, putting out mixes, figuring out what's your, what's your niche. Mm-hmm. Luckily, um, I was able to learn from older guys, the guys who I was able, who, who I was learning for that a little bit older. So they taught me, you don't want to be one-sided because a lot of DJs would sit out here and they would, they would only do, they would only know trap music. Yeah, man. I know how to do Latin, reggae, top 40. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime I'm at UNC, that's an open format, yeah. which means I can play anything from Katy Perry to the baby. And everything in between, you gotta really know in sync. You Katie gotta know, hey, you know what I'm saying? You he gotta in sync. <laughs> you know, I feel it. No, no, I feel it. I feel it, bro. Because all the money is green. I feel it, man. You know, or, or blue. You know, all the money is green and blue. So <laughs> I'm gonna go out here and get that. Yeah. So that's that's what I would say. Be diverse. Um, Shalee taught me this. I gotta give Shalee a big shout Shalee out, man. She Shalee, Shalee, what up? She taught me this right here. She said I should be able to put you. I should be able to blindfold you, put you on the plane, take you anywhere, put you in the middle of a, put you in the middle of a venue, and you be able to figure out how to work that venue. Mm. And I took that so serious. Yeah. So, so being able to read your crowd, yeah. um, knowing okay, well, it's not they they ain't really feeling this hood set, or it's too many men in here. Yeah, you know, it's too many men in here. Let me let me bring the vibe down exactly. a little bit. Or it's too many ladies in here. Let me let me let me turn let up me on the twerk real yeah, quick. Yes, yeah, sir. 
you know, so being able to read your crowd like that and and figuring out how you can take yourself to the next level, that's that's my advice. Man. That's yes. gold, folks. That's gold, man. Um I, hey look, bro, that's it, man. That's it. Thank we, you, man. That's it, man. Hey, look, again, bro, I appreciate you. It's been great. I, I learned a lot just for, my, <laughs> for real. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, before we sign off, man, in case anybody listening isn't already uh, locked in, man, can you tell folks how to uh, get locked in with you online? Right. Yeah. Um, Instagram, I-A-M-D-J-D-I-E-S-E-L. Um, same thing on Twitter. Same thing on Snapchat. Um, if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's Deshaun, D-E-S-H-A-W-N, DJ Diesel Turner, T-U-R-N-E-R. Um, artists, if you have a single, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my email. Okay, All here right? we go. Now, I'm going to do, do a special one for you. Here we go. This, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you my email, but you got to put in the subject, J Trinity. Oh All right. man! So, All right, so I know, so I know to really listen to this song, I'm only gonna listen to these songs because they because li- they say J you, Trinity. All right, so put you, that in the header, and it is I am DJ Diesel. I am DJ D I E S E L at gmail.com That's my real official email. That's the one I check. That's not the fake one I get to these rap dudes <laughs> in the club. I bet. Bro. <laughs> That's my real email. Put J Trinity in the uh, in the subject, and I definitely give you a spawn to listen. Man, that's love, man. And that is a wrap, folks. That is season two of the Inside the Lab podcast. Thank you to DJ Diesel for being my uh, season finale um, guest. Thanks to all the guests that came on, all of the sponsors, all the listeners, all of the love. It's been truly a blessing. And um, until next time, tap in with us online at Trinity Labs um, on Instagram. To stay up to date with everything Trinity Labs By myself I'm also now engineering At um, Star Labs 336 You know down up in High Point Star Lab um, Studios And uh, yeah, hit me up Book a session man uh, Until next time Peace